Media at SAFM with Ashraf Gardner. Right, we'll be chatting after 10 o'clock uh, to the guys from Ogilvy, Ogilvy Joburg, uh, profiling them, which I think is rather ironic because they were also given the, the top agency. The Robin Pato Top Brand Agency at the Coca-Cola, at the, at the Sometimes Top Brands Awards as well. So, rather ironic, we'll chat with them. We'll also chat about cartoons in the media with Professor, with Professor Ruth Tia Tomaselli. That comes up later. And you think that's not enough? Well, there's a, a fascinating book called Advertising in the Ozone, O as in O-H, right, out of home uh, uh, media with uh, Gordon Muller. So, we'll talk to him about that and there's even more. I'll uh, tell you about a couple of other announcements that I need to make about some events that are coming up uh, later on uh, in, uh, in the year, in fact. However, let's then chat now about an advert. The Cape Times has come out with an advert. It's certainly got me thinking and uh, probably should get you thinking about it as well in terms of how they've attempted to get us as consumers of a newspaper to, uh, to actually buy the paper and I want to see whether in fact um, that works. I want to get your thoughts on this one here. I'll tell you what, let me just get some of my notes and we just want to line up those adverts as well in just a second. Uh, I do have Kirk with us, so let's just get, to get the titles right here from the Cape Times. Uh, Kirk's on the line from the agency. Kirk, good chatting to you. Hi. Hi, good morning, Chef. Alright, so let's, let's chat about, about you guys firstly. I mean, fr- from a low Cape Town point of view, right? What is the brief from a, from a Times, from the Cape Times point of view? Well, you can imagine um, the difficulties that uh, newspapers have today with digital media and digital news being so prevalent. Um, and really, the, the only thing that makes a difference is the quality of the news. So our campaigns have been about the quality of the news and the quality of the journalism that has been the Cape Times for a number of years now. Right, and I mean, well, let me just get from a Cape Times point of view. Mike, I mean, you're on the line. The, if I look at it generally, right, newspapers are, are very poor at actually selling themselves. They just think, well, we, we print out every day. And and and, uh, and that's good enough. People will simply buy. What, what did you guys think? Why the reason to be innovative this time round? I think I think newspapers were resting resting on their laurels. If they actually you know, just assumed that people would simply go out and buy them. I mean, it's it's important as it is for any other product to go out and market yourselves and encourage people to buy you. And um, particularly in this instance, as as Kirk said, it was important for us to remind people that we've got, we are a trustworthy news source and in particular in the, in the case of this campaign that it was important to get as close to the source of a story as possible. Well, you know, so, so the brief then, I mean, was, was what? Because, I mean, ideally you would need them to, to buy, but, but you had to tell them, listen, we need to do something completely different, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, you know, I think... It's, we've been with we've been with local for more than a decade now. So I mean, we've, we've, I think we've got a relationship now that's beyond writing our briefs. But I mean, it was simply a case of sitting down with Kirk, having a cup of coffee, and saying, "People trust us on a daily basis to deliver to deliver good stories, and the way that we deliver those stories is by getting as close to the news source as possible." And I just said to Kirk, "Take that away and just see if the guys can come up with something." Indeed. Well, I'll tell you what, we're going to play the advert in a second. We are chatting to Mike Vale, who's the marketing manager at Independent Newspapers that owns the, amongst many other papers, the Cape Times as well. Of course, Kirk Gainsford is the executive creative director at uh, Lowe in, in, in Cape Town. Now, now, Kirk, then, it's an interesting one. Getting into the political arena, into that sphere, is, uh, is exciting because maybe that's what the Cape Times does. But it's also dangerous, isn't it? Why, why so then, finally? Well, it's it's only dangerous if we start misquoting people and we start making up stories. But we've 
excuse me, we've had a, a lot of help from the editors in making sure that our stories are very factual and they, they are true. Um, but we're telling stories um, from the horse's mouth, and sometimes, you know, truth is a little bit stranger than fiction. Um, but we've we've been very well guided and made sure that this, there's nothing in the story that's that's not true. It's all fact. Fact that's brought to you from the, the mouth of the person who is, well, seemingly from the mouth of the person who is in the story. All right, I'm going to play some sound, and then we'll talk about that because uh, there's interesting takes on that one. So one of the first ones we've had is uh, you guys use the sound of uh, Archbishop Desmond. A furious Archbishop Desmond Tutu warned the ruling ANC to watch out after the Dalai Lama was denied a visa to attend his 80th birthday party. Tutu said the ANC was pandering to major trade partner China. He branded the government's action as a national disgrace. You can't get any closer to the news. Keep time. Okay, fascinating one. I'm going to play another, and then we'll talk about it. Uh, let's let's actually go with, uh, honestly, there's a whole lot. In fact, let's go with some of the topic, which is Julius Malema starting his new uh, political party. Here's Julius Malema. Former ANC Youth League President Julius Malema is homeless, penniless, and carless after his possessions were taken to repay the 16 million rand he owes SARS. SARS has applied to the High Court to have Malema sequestrated in order to find out if he has a hidden asset. Aside from this investigation, Malema faces 51 counts of corruption, money laundering and racketeering in a case brought against him by the Hawks. You can't get any closer to the news. Cape Times. All right. I'm going to play the others later when you guys go. Uh, I want to just get your thoughts, because obviously, Mike, at some stage, the buying had to come to the newspaper. So can we give me the background here, the using of, of political voices, what, reading the news, talking about political issues that affect them every day? Yes, and just illustrating, you know, I mean, in this case, obviously, pretending it's the guys themselves. But, you know, these, as Kirk said, these are all factual stories. These are stories out of our newspaper. And it's just showing you that, you know, you can't get any closer to the news than the sources that we use in our stories. Mm. How, Kirk, uh, you know, what has been the response? Because what's interesting is they sound similar. They're not necessarily the same person, so there's a bit of a tutu there, but, but I mean, clearly, not being tutu, it's a difficult voice to emulate. At some stage, you tend to lose it, right? That's the, that's the voiceover. But, but, but the essence certainly is, is fantastic because they, they talk about them. What, what has been the response? The response has been marvelous, actually. Um, you know, you know, Ashraf, it's also, you would know that it's part of a, a, a much bigger campaign where we did some press as well. Um, but the, but the, the real difficulty with this job was that everyone thinks they can do a voice like, um, the Archbishop Desmond Tutu or, or President Jacob Zuma. But it is surprisingly difficult to get a voice that's not being satirical or, or, or taking the mickey. Someone who actually sounds like the President or Archbishop Tutu. Yeah, it was a, it was a big challenge. Because because this one's interesting, and uh, Mike, I want to get your thoughts. I mean, one is you know we we, we do talk about it as, as political satire, but in fact it it isn't in the sense that it's a very straight news read, right? Was there a temptation maybe in, in your deliberations with, uh, with with the agency low Cape Town to say let let's go the the fun taking the Mickey route? I don't know. Um, I think it was I think political political stories take quite a big part of the um, of the newspaper's composition. I think it would have been sad not to have included stories like that. Yeah. What response from your from your readers? 
Um, I think everybody's enjoyed it. As Kirk said, it's an extension of a print campaign that we had done, and I think you know, I think it's very difficult sometimes to look at or to take what's worked well in print and to put that into radio. Um, and I think our, our readers have certainly been impressed with it. We've had good feedback um, locally. Yeah, look, okay, I don't have access to the print one. Love to love to see that. But, but would, what then point would you be? For you, would be the right follow-up then, Mike. If, if you say, hold it, we've hit on something here. Can we see something like this sort of continuing as a theme, maybe even throughout the year? Um, I think we're going to wait and see where this, where this campaign goes. I mean, um, on the print side, we did do a tactical ad around Women's Day using um, Ruth first. But I think we'll, we know that the campaign is working, and I think we'll just stay in touch with the guys from low and look for tactical opportunities to, to let this roll out during the year. Mm. And, and your side... Uh uh, Mark Kirk, sorry? <laughs> we, we would love to. You know, you know, newspaper is such a beautiful medium, and it's always got tactical opportunities, and this campaign has done marvelous things. It, it's been featured in the New York, New York Times, and it's been featured in, in the London Times, and it's been featured all over the world, and, and I think it's been doing great things. And so it would be crazy for us to just um, get off it now. It would be, be smart, I, I would imagine, to keep going and, and see how we can exhaust it and see if we can take it into different mediums. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, that's where we're going to leave it. Certainly from my point, having heard it uh, first time, then again, I certainly love it. I think it's really great. And we hopefully play some of the other sound that comes through in the course of the next hour as well. So well done, guys. Appreciate it. And I think the good thing about that, uh, from a Mike Vale point of view, and Kurt Gainsford is once again, you know, advertising that is not the obvious thing. Sort of turning things on their head, not even taking fun, getting them to come across as reading the news where they themselves are involved in. Now, isn't that the type of news we want to hear? So there you are for innovation. Well done.